This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com
Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, October the 10th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, and so many more, we give you a comprehensive outlook on everything that's happening not only behind the scenes, but inside the squared circle as well. We cover interviews and all the various social media sites to let you know everything that's happening with your favorite superstar and your favorite organization. We're a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines. Starting over on eWrestling News, Raven is now in the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Now, Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, Raven has been inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame at their Bound for Glory pay-per-view event. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame by his friend and former opponent, Tommy Dreamer. Now, many of you who have not gotten to see the official induction, you can catch it on their YouTube channel. It is there right now. Raven has plenty to say about his career and what it feels like to be inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. With more information, go ahead and follow E-Wrestling. Wrestling News and Ryan Clark has more on this story. Evil Uno is making news at this hour. Evil Uno reveals why he wants Hangman Adam Page to officially join the Dark Order. Ryan Clark's writing in, During a recent interview with Bill Apter for Sports Key to Wrestling, Evil Uno commented on why he wants to recruit Hangman Adam Page for the Dark Order. Now, this is what he had to say. This will seem like a little counter answer, but as far as Hangman is concerned, he never really officially joined the Dark Order. We've hung out with him for over two years now, and we've all become friends. I love him for him to don the colors of the Dark Order. Now, on why he wants Hangman to join the group specifically, he would go on to say, well, why not? I want to say truly that he's one of the best professional wrestlers in the world. He's a former AEW champion, I believe potentially the next world champion, as in Cincinnati on October the 12th on Dynamite. He has the opportunity to wrestle John Moxley for the title. I think beyond that, he can help our group as well. I think he's a fantastic person, and he's been very helpful to everyone in the Dark Order, and I think he has a great future, and I think, as far as we're concerned, he could be our ace. For more information on Evil Uno and his attempt to lure Hangman Adam Page into the Dark Order, continue following Ryan Clark and E-Wrestling News. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. John Moxley worked nearly three months without a contract in AEW, but now it looks like he signed a long-term deal. AEW World Champion John Moxley is sticking around with AEW at least for the next five years after signing a contract extension this past week. Now, according to a report from Wrestling Observer Radio, Moxley had worked nearly three months without a signed contract before eventually re-signing with the company in October. Now, Moxley's last contract expired between July 16th and July 22nd. Dave Meltzer added that Moxley had no intentions of leaving for WWE or using the prospects of leaving for any type of negotiations. AEW and Moxley had certain things they needed to clarify before they could officially put ink to paper. Now, the report also noted that there was announcement of Moxley re-signing with the company was set to be displayed on AEW's Dynamite, but with all the negative reaction backstage, that was kept quiet.
For more information on everything, continue following e-wrestling news and more information about John Moxley and what his future holds in the world of AEW. Ryan Clark's also writing, Tony Khan praises John Moxley, Chris Jericho, and Brian Danielson for stepping up and being locker room leaders during all the chaos that's been happening backstage. AEW President Tony Khan recently spoke to DAZN to discuss a variety of professional wrestling topics, including John Moxley, Chris Jericho, and Brian Danielson stepping up for All Elite Wrestling in the recent weeks. Danielson's performances have since returning from his injury and so much more. Now, on the three deserving so much credit in AEW for delivering, he would go on to say, I think John Moxley, the AEW World Champion, and Chris Jericho have stepped in in a major way. I think a lot of fans can see that they both have incredible run of matches recently, including against each other at Quake by the Lake in August. Since the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions has started, they both have great runs, and I think they're great leaders backstage too. I think Brian Danielson also is a huge part of all of this. Moxley and Jericho have been there from the beginning, and Danielson stepped in as soon as he got there and was prominent on the TV shows. He's also a huge part of it. Backstage, I think they're all leaders, and they've given us so much strength during this time of period. With more information on Tony Khan's feelings about all of those gentlemen being huge backstage leaders and being able to stabilize the locker room environment, continue following Ryan Clark and follow eWrestling News. MJF fires back at controversial anti-Semitic comments made by Kanye West. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. AEW wrestler MJF has hit back at comments made by Kanye West and had called them anti-Semitic. Now on Twitter, West said that he was going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Now, West also claimed that you people, which may believe is referring to Jewish people, have toyed with me and tried to blackball me, adding that they have an agenda. I'm a bit sleepy tonight, and I woke up, and I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is that I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jews also. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Now, in response to this, MJF fired off a now-deleted tweet against his comments. He said, Kanye calling Jewish people horrifying doesn't shock me. What shocks me is how little we as a society talk about anti-Semitism. You know what these things? We need to put them all in perspective. Slavery was very recent, and it was a plight of POC, and is still rampant. End of slavery, 1865. End of the Holocaust, 1945. People are tweeting about this, and this is out of character. I don't play a character. Never have. I am a Jew. I am angry, and you should be angry too. Now, MJF has addressed the anti-Semitism in the past, saying he is proud to be Jewish. With more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Tony Khan's making news at this hour. Tony Khan donates $10,000 to Sarah Lee's family's fundraiser. Now, Thomas Lawson's writing in, AEW President Tony Khan has opened his heart and his wallet to the family of Sarah Lee following the Tough Enough star's death this past week. Now, Lee died at the age of 30. Her family confirmed on social media she is survived by her late husband, Weston Blake, and her three children. A GoFundMe for the Lee's family has been set up, but it has been difficult. Right now, it's 20000 of the goal, and it struggled in the beginning, but it now has surpassed 100000 right now. Khan's 10,000 donations is the highest individual donation, with Kevin Owens and his wife donating 5000 With more information on all of this and the sentiments that are coming out from the wrestling world, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information will be coming forward.
Ryan Clark is writing in, did Soraya ever speak to WWE about being medically cleared and returning to the ring? Well, during a recent live stream on our official Twitch channel, former WWE superstar Soraya, now currently with AEW, commented on her release from WWE and why she decided to sign with All Elite Wrestling. Now, additionally, the former star known as Paige revealed that she never had any talks with WWE regarding an in-ring return. This is what she had to say on her live stream about why she decided to sign with AEW. When I spoke to Tony Khan, he was so great about it. He said, you can still do your Twitch. That thing, you always got your freedom. I want you to have freedom to do ever whatever you want to do. Now, as far as leaving WWE, this is what she also said. I love WWE. I like the opportunities that I'm getting with AEW. The one thing I don't like is WWE. They got my movie. Well, you know what? They got me in a movie. But that was great. The Rock, he made that happen. He asked WWE to make me part of this. And I was a part of it the whole way. And WWE decided that they could make a lot of money off of it by putting all these different names on it. The Rock should get a lot of credit for making that. Without him, there would be no movie about me or my family. WWE was wonderful. They gave me a lot of opportunities. And I'm grateful for that to this day. The only downside was that they made me pick between AEW and WWE. I don't like sitting on my butt, so I wanted to do something, and I had a lot of things I wanted to do. I'm pro-WWE, but I love AEW, and I wanted something new, and I wanted some freedom, and that was very important to me. Now, she also commented on whether or not she'll be wrestling in AEW. She said the following, I'm not looking to bump crazy mad like I did before. I need to make adjustments and just be smart about it. I'm very aware of what I can and can't do these days. Now, on how WWE never reached out to her about potentially getting medically cleared and returning to the ring, she said the following, We never had any of those discussions. I never had one single discussion with WWE before they let me go. I've been working there for years, trying to get healthier and stronger and mentally, and I, they never brought it up to me. Never. I want to be as safe as possible. I want to do what my body can do. And WWE never had that discussion about me ever getting healthy and getting back to have a match. I never brought it up to them either, but I just didn't know what. If I was going to talk about it, I'm sure they would have done the research. I wasn't mentally ready at one point to go back to wrestling. It still makes me nervous, but I'm way smarter about things now than I was before. I know what I can and cannot do. I'm not expecting to do six German suplexes and go off the top rope as a wrestler. No, not anymore. For more information on everything Soraya and find out what more she has in store for her AEW career, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. The aforementioned Ryan Clark is staying busy at this hour. There's a report coming out that Renee, wife of John Moxley, is set to sign with AEW. Now, former WWE broadcaster Renee is rumored to be heading to All Elite Wrestling. According to a report from Fightful Select, several people in WWE are under the impression that Renee will be making her AEW debut very soon. Now, for what it's worth, a recent report from Give Me Sports, Louis Gandor, and WWE reached out to Renee about returning. But it hasn't been confirmed. Now, at this time, Renee is not signed with any promotion. Now, Renee signed with WWE back in 2012 and worked for the company for eight years. She made the decision to leave in 2020 to pursue other opportunities in her life. 
Now in WWE, Renee worked as a backstage interview and hosted several other shows, including Talking Smack and WWE Backstage on FSN. She also worked briefly as a commentator on Monday Night Raw. Now her husband, current AEW World Champion John Moxley, just signed a five-year extension with the company, and Renee and Moxley have a child together, a daughter named Nora, who was born last year. For more information on all of this and what will happen when she comes to AEW, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information is forthcoming. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in wrestling, whether it's AEW, WWE, and so many more. We're here on a daily to make sure you get all the news of everything happening in the world of wrestling. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get back to the headlines. Cruising on over to our friends over on Wrestling Inc., we have some news on Sarah Logan's plans in WWE. Now, following the Viking Raiders vignette that reportedly featured Sarah Logan on WWE SmackDown, new information has emerged in regards to the plans using her going forward. According to PW Insider, Logan will be connected to the Viking Raiders on screen upon her return to the company. Now, Logan is married to Eric of the Viking Raiders in real life, so the move will bring the couple together on WWE programming. It was initially reported by Fightful Select that over the weekend, Logan was the woman featured in a short clip that was played on SmackDown with several other vignettes that are still scheduled to air in the coming weeks to reintroduce her character to WWE fans. Now, the vignette played during Friday night's broadcast. It featured an unidentifiable woman dressed in fur and wearing a headdress. We spoke the words, when God speaks, I listen and we obey. Bahala awaits while standing in front of the Viking Raiders' shields. With more information on Sarah Logan and what fans can expect when she returns, continue following. Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. Robert Grunier is writing in at this hour. CJ Perry drops a trailer and a premiere date for VH's one, The Surreal Life Reboot. Now, later this month, VH1's The Surreal Life will be returning to television for the first time in over six years. And among the cast members is former WWE star Lana, also known as CJ Perry, who dropped the trailer for the new season via her Twitter account. Now, the reality competition series also includes another person that dabbled in pro wrestling, NBA legend Dennis Rodman, who competed in WCW for a brief time, Stormy Daniels, August Alina, Tamara Braxton, Kim Coles, and many other will be featured on this upcoming season. For more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. And the premiere date is going to be on October the 24th on VH1. Eric Mutter's writing in, we have an update on Tammy Sitch, her pre-trial hearing. Now, as many of you guys know, she's been under a lot of scrutiny recently about her troubles with the law. It appears everyone will have to wait once again a little longer before Tammy Sitch, also known as Sunny, finally has her day in court. According to PW Insider, Sitch pre-trial hearing was originally scheduled for this Thursday, October the 13th, but instead has been moved back two more months to December the 8th, a request made by Sitch's attorney to push back the pre-trial date yet again, which was ultimately granted. Now, it's still unclear why Sitch and her counsel decided to have yet another delay. Now, this is the second time Sitch's pre-trial hearing has been delayed or postponed. Originally, it was scheduled for August the 11th, then it was moved back shortly after Sitch's attorney filed a motion waiving her rights to a speedy trial. It would be noted that the depositions of four police officers involved in Sitch's case are scheduled for November 11th. The deposition would also have been pushed back previously and was originally scheduled to happen in September. As many recall, Sitch was involved in a car accident in March that related in injuries to Sitch and the death of a 75-year-old man 
who was rear-ended by Sitch's car. Sitch was arrested in May after toxicology reports revealed her blood alcohol level was three and a half times the legal limit. Sitch pled not guilty shortly after and was briefly released on bond before it was quickly revoked and now she has remained in jail ever since. The months following have been Sitch's initial attorney, and that was Stephen De La Roche. He officially withdrew from the case, as well as a civil lawsuit brought against Sitch and her boyfriend. With more information on all of this, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. Matthew Wilkinson is writing in at this hour. Backstage news on WWE plans for the DX reunion tonight on Raw. Now tonight's episode of WWE Raw is set to be the season premiere of the Red and Brand, and Fightful Select has provided some early details on what fans can expect in the post-Extreme Rules episode of Raw. Now the Generation X reunion is a part of tonight's show with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, X-Pac, and Road Dogg are confirmed to be appearing. This is also going to bring the usual DX antics with clothes sticks and shirts and also some rubber chicken pranks from the gorilla position being planned, although it's still uncertain what everything that will happen. Another confirmed segment for tonight's show is the Miz's birthday celebration, which he has been mentioning for a while now. The celebration is set to have balloons, a special ring carpet, gift boxes, ice sculptures, cake, champagne, and tables, with WWE seemingly going all out for this. Now, Dexter Loomis is supposed to be popping up in one of these segments, and he's supposed to be coming after The Miz. For more information on everything that's going to be happening on tonight's season premiere of Raw, continue following Wrestling Inc. and continue following Matthew Wilkinson as he will have more. Booker T is weighing in on the Sammy Guevara's future following all of these allegations that have happened with Andrade. Sammy Guevara received praise from two-time WWE Hall of Famer and six-time world champion Booker T for the handling of the backstage altercation with fellow AEW wrestler Andrade El Idolo recently at Dynamite. Speaking on his Hall of Fame podcast, Booker T acknowledged knowing Guevara but noted that they haven't talked in quite some time, but Booker has been tracking Guevara's career and has been very happy and also concerned at the same time. He would go on to say in a quote, This kid is a superstar trajectory, Booker said. The one thing about being on trajectory, it could implode, literally. It can implode at the blink of an eye, and you can wonder what in the hell happened. But nonetheless, Booker T blamed the potential problem on the nature of wrestling, but not Sammy himself. He would go on to say in a quote, It's business, and you've got to be smart, he said. The only thing I've learned along the road is you got to be smart. you got to keep everybody out of your own personal business, and that means everybody. And that also means sometimes staying off of social media. Without specifically citing Andrade uh, in his remarks regarding Samuel Guevara and what happened backstage at Dynamite, Guevara's backstage encounter with Andrade, Booker commented on Guevara's response to it. He would say, One thing that he must have done right is he didn't get sent home after the altercation, Booker said, adding that he would have expected that to happen again. Now, for me, I'm not going to throw a first punch. If you hit me square in the face, or at least you try to throw the first punch, I'm ducking, but guess what? You better then move out of the way. For more information on this and what's happening on Booker T's podcast, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information is forthcoming. Karrion Cross compares the current WWE Championship run of Roman Reigns to Bruno San Martino. Now, since Karrion Cross re-debuted on WWE's main roster, he's been quite a big deal, feuding with former champion Drew McIntyre right out of the gate. But he explained that he'd like to be challenging Roman Reigns at some time. Cross holds the undisputed WWE title 
and he'd love to have that. He'd like to have it around his waist right now. Now, the Ringer Wrestling Show said that he thinks that Roman Reigns is our modern-day Bruno San Martino. This is what Cross had to say. I feel like everyone should be in the ring with him at some point in time. What he's doing right now, in my opinion, is historic. For our company's history, for the art of storytelling, it's amazing. And it's going really, really well. People are having so much fun. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And fans are watching. It's something different every single week. This is the guy that I want to be in the ring with. Now, many people know that Roman Reigns at some point is going to drop the championships, but exactly to whom is going to be the main story. Right now, Cross hopes that one day it will be him. For more information on this, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. Braun Strowman shares a cryptic message following Bray Wyatt's return at Extreme Rules. Now, as many of you know, Bray Wyatt reappeared in WWE on Saturday as he returned to Extreme Rules, and there was huge, huge applause when he returned. Now, Braun Strowman would go on to social media, and he would leave a cryptic tweet after the big event. I love when people have been walking through hell, and they go through flames, and they're carrying buckets of water, but they're still consumed by fire, he said. It's been a great deal of speculation over the last few months surrounding Wyatt's return, including the possibility of a new stable known as the Wyatt Six. Now, Wyatt reportedly trademarked that name earlier this summer, and it could hint towards what this next group that he may lead may be known as. Now, Strowman made regular appearances in the company with him as part of the Wyatt family. But things have been different since they've all been separated. While it could be a simple fact that there's just not a place for Strowman and the already packed card on WWE, many fans are speculating whether or not there is going to be a reunion between the two, and what's going to be happening with Wyatt's former gimmicks and all the puppets. Now, will he go back to being the Swamp Man, or will he go back to being some version of The Fiend? Many of us are just going to have to wait and see. It's also been reported that brother Bo Dallas is set to make his return to WWE as well. Now, like Strowman, it's unclear if Dallas will be involved in any of the storylines that will be coming up with Bray Wyatt. For more information, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. Pete Dunn is making news at this hour. Pete Dunn says that the Butch gimmick has allowed him to connect more with the fans in WWE. Butch, formerly known as Pete Dunne, was initially deemed a main roster burial after many fans saw him debut on WWE SmackDown with a brand new name. But ever since then, however, alongside Ridge Holland and Sheamus, Butch has become a member of one of the hottest groups in the company and is thoroughly enjoying his time having a new name. Speaking to Ringer Wrestling Show about his adjustment to transitioning to the character known as Butch, Dunn said he's happy with everything that's happened so far, and he's able to accomplish so many things now that he's known as Butch. He would go on to say in a quote, I'm sure the name change really affected a lot of other people. It was done with the best intentions, he said. It given me a chance to change some things, to put an edge on my personality. There's a different side to me now. Butch spoke highly of working with his fellow brawling brutes, and he talked about his desire to have a layers of character and display more of this since he was joining the main roster. I have high hopes for great matches that are holding up, but I also hopefully can show a wider range of emotions and feelings around the fans as well. If you'd like to follow more about what Butch had to say, continue following more information on Wrestling Inc. will definitely be coming forward. 
Now, we got some news on New Japan Pro Wrestling. Nick Miller's writing in at this hour. New Japan World is going to be having a televised match. Now, many people know that New Japan Pro Wrestling has recently shared a relationship with All Elite Wrestling, but what does this mean for the company moving forward? Now, ticket sales and attendance have been down for the promotion, and many are wondering if this may be a sign of things to come. Now, New Japan Pro Wrestling has added yet another title to its growing lineup of championships. During New Japan's Declaration of Power show, the company officially revealed the new New Japan World Television Championship. They laid out the rules of how the belt will be crowned and defended. Matches for the new television championship will feature 15-minute time limit with a quick pace, encouraged to have shorter but really good bouts. The title will be centered around the younger talent in the company. Additionally, all title matches for the New Japan Television Championship will be broadcast free on social media. Now, the fact is that the focus of the up-and-coming talent should elevate this and get more eyes on the New Japan product via new stars and this being a new title. The title itself is bright gold with both commentary as well as fans on Twitter pointing out that it looks undeniably like a giant ring rather than a typical championship belt. The company announced in that a tournament will be held to determine the first champion with the semifinals taking place on November the 4th. Now the tournament finals will be held at Wrestle Kingdom 17 early next year to decide the inaugural champion. If you'd like to find out what the championship looks like, definitely cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. Now, there's so many things that are happening in the world of wrestling. Now, what's your favorite promotion? We love to hear what you have to say. Cruise on over and follow me on Twitter. I am at Mike Freeland, M-I-K-E. F-R-E-L-A-N-D. I'd love to know all of your thoughts regarding what your favorite star is and what favorite promotion that you have. Let me know what your thoughts are, and I would love to be able to interact with you on social media. With that being said, let's go ahead and check out the Extreme Rules results. As many of you guys know, Extreme Rules happened this past Saturday. Many WWE fans were excited to see it. Many WWE fans also wanted to know what was going to happen at some of these matches. Were they going to be your traditional Extreme matches or was there going to be something different? As we go down to the card with Extreme Rules, the first thing that happened, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. It was a very, very good match. And the Brutes defeated Imperium, in a, which was given by CBS Sports as an A-. You can definitely check out the match once again on the WWE Network if you live outside of the United States, and on Peacock if you live in the United States. SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Now, as many people know, the match itself was less than stellar. Rousey defeated Morgan via a knockout to win the championship. CBS Sports gave that match only a C. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. This match was a very strong and hard-hitting match. CBS Sports gave it a match of a B. Cross won the match against Drew McIntyre. Raw Women's Championship Bianca Belair. She was going against Bailey in a ladder match. Now this is the first time we've seen two women in an inaugural ladder match, but Belair defeated Bailey to retain the title. CBS Sports gives this one a B plus. Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. Many people expected this one to steal the show, and it definitely did not disappoint with Edge's wife getting involved as well. But Balor defeats Edge, and that one got a great A from CBS Sports. Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in the Fight Pit match, which was refereed by Daniel Cormier. This one, once again, got great reviews as Riddle defeated Rollins via submission 
and it got an A as well. Now, the White Rabbit, as we have said before, finally was revealed. It was Bray Wyatt. If you'd like to see the unbelievable debut of Bray Wyatt back in WWE, check out all things on social media. CBS Sports also has the video that you can see in its entirety. With that being said, those are the headlines that are taking place for today, October the 10th, 2022. My name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW Radio never stops.